Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So, it's been a while. We apologize. Uh, there was supposed to be some mini-sows that were supposed to come out during this long break, but alas, um, they didn't. So, I don't know It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. They will be out. We're and, back. Uh, we're back either way, and we're going to try to get back on the... Uh, the every other week uh, schedule for the remainder of uh, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> so tonight it's uh, myself and I've got Jessica and Melanie along with us as well. Milford's going to jump in a little bit later. Uh, Adrienne is has her uh, her Bible school week this week, so she is busy tending to that. So in the time we've been gone. A few major things have happened. Just a few. One of them being Melanie went on a trip. Woo-hoo. That's pretty important. And uh, there's this little thing called uh, Galaxy's Edge that um, came online. Nobody over, cares about. Over on the West Coast. But it wasn't really much to do. So we may touch on that nah. at, towards the end of the episode. But <laughs> Mel- Melanie's trip with half her brood or four-fifths of her brood is... Uh, Four fifths, yeah. It's going to be what we're going to focus on because you know, <laughs> there's that's enough about that Star Wars stuff. We're uh, we're over. yeah, I know, right? We're uh, we're on to it, the it, next thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, you I, have to wait through my trip report before you can actually hear the Star Wars right. stuff. That's Maybe right. we'll put in the in the show notes where the Star Wars stuff picks up. That's right. Fifteen minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. Okay. No bait and switch here. No, this, it really was a quick trip for us. It was, it, it's kind of well, the way I like to build it. It was a weekend trip, a long weekend trip that we took on a weekday. So it really was a quick trip for us. Um, it was our first time staying at the yacht club. We'd stayed at the beach club in 2013. So it was our first time back and... Um, it was it was it was quite a trip. So we started off. We we flew on Frontier for the first time. Have you guys ever flown on Frontier before? I've not, but I've been interested only because it's so dirt cheap. I'm just wondering yeah, if the same. plane. <laughs> I'm just wondering if the you're a lot closer than I am, so I don't know if the plane mm-hmm. make it all the way from New York City to there on one trip. Okay, so <laughs> they don't about fly an, out of India. Yeah. Hey, so Mr. Milford. A, hey, Milford. So it's an hour and a half flight from Raleigh to Orlando. Okay. So we figured. 
it's a quick flight. It's a direct flight. Do they have to slingshot and, it to take off like they do on an aircraft carrier? <laughs> I think <laughs> on, on the era. way on the way to Orlando, <laughs> yes. On the way home, no. Because no. on our flight to Orlando, <laughs> I, I I hate saying this. I don't think I don't know if we didn't get the good plane. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no tailwind. But, it was a very lovely day. I don't know what atmospheric conditions were up in the air, but it was a very rocky flight. I don't know. It was a very rocky landing. It, it, there was only one other time that I had flown where it had been that rocky, and it was there were storm conditions. Um, but we, we got to Orlando very safely nonetheless. It, it was mostly an uneventful flight. There was just a lot of turbulence. Um, but we got there, and with it being such a short trip, Frontier, is you kind of have to play a game with Frontier. The initial fares are very cheap. You know, we're talking less than $40 per way for us, per person. Nice. I know. So, I mean, it is a game changer for people like us who live on that drive-fly bubble. It's like, okay, is it worth it for us to fly? What, you know, how do we normally get there? And we like to fly because I don't like to be in a car for 10 hours. I just don't. <laughs> so I would much rather yeah. fly. Um, but they charge for everything. Everything. When I say right. everything, I mean everything but your seat and your seatbelt. You're getting charged for it. <laughs> you get one good size bag, like a, an oversized purse maybe, as a carry-on. But if you're going to bring like a duffel or carry-on luggage, they're going to charge you for that. In fact, they're going to charge you more for carry-ons than they're going to charge you for checked luggage. So for the four of us, we checked two bags, which was $30 per way per bag. Um, and we just figured that into our, our calculations. So we had the two bags because there were only four of us and it was only for three, even, you know, three nights. It's basically two and a half days at Disney World. Okay. Um, so we only had the two bags that checked in the, and you can check pretty good size bags before they start charging overage fees like the poor people in front of us in line checking in it in raleigh <laughs> they had not paid for in, prepaid for any of their carry-ons or any of their checked luggage and you've got the prepay for it because they will charge you more at the airport oh lovely <laughs> yes i know right so they hadn't paid for any of their checked luggage they hadn't paid for their carry-ons and their checked luggage of course was overweight so they have to pay more for that mm -hmm. um if you want to select good your... to know because a lot of yeah. airlines will do the free check if you're at the airport to get you to do it mm -hmm. right now if they are over on um I, and i don't know how i know that other airlines know that if they've got so many people with carry-on luggage that they'll check it for free at the gate but i don't, I don't remember frontier ever saying you're giving that announcement um but if you want to pick your seat you're gonna pay for that oh my god so by the time you're done it's almost <laughs> the same as as going on but a more we major played airline. the game we played the game because it's an hour and a half direct flight i don't care if i sit with my family in fact it might you know sometimes it might be better don't. <laughs> <laughs> do they do they serve so, do they serve drinks on an hour and a half flight you will pay for them, but yes. Well, yeah, I mean, pay for them anyway. Yeah, so, well, no, you will pay for Coke. Oh. You will pay for snacks. You will pay for everything. Ah. They, there is no complimentary beverage service on a Frontier air, air flight. Rat bastards. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> You're like, I'll even get a Diet Coke. Damn. Not even a bag <laughs> of pretzels or something? Peanuts? Nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> Sheesh. 
<laughs> I feel like Willy Wonka. You Just, get nothing. Was there a coin so, slot to buckle your seatbelt? <laughs> you would think, but no. Don't give them ideas. I know, I know right? <laughs> if this isn't Aldi, okay? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but so we played the game. I don't care where I sit. I don't care if I'm with my kids because my kids are old enough. They're not little. Right. Um, and, you know, if I have an assigned seat, I don't care if I board first. So in fact, I want to board last. Who wants to be sitting on an airplane for that long? Exactly. So we had, I had my one oversized park bag, and which sufficed as my personal item. It was not considered carry-on. It was my personal item, so they did not charge me for that. And my kids used, like, um, drawstring backpacks. Yep. Because they will charge you a carry-on fee for a regular size backpack. Wow. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Even if it fits under I'm, the seat. You're going to have to fight the gate attendant for that one. Because wow. the website clearly states backpacks are considered carry-ons that they will no charge you for. No kidding. So, if you want to fight the good fight, go yeah, for it. Yeah, right, um, right, right. So, what about durable medical equipment? I would imagine durable medical equipment is not considered a personal item. Because I would think that that would be considered... You know, complimentary carry on. I would think so. Yeah, Man, I, sure I would hope so. I would, I, I would hope so. so. I mean, I didn't. That that doesn't really apply to my family, so that wasn't something yeah. I um, checked into. But I, I'm sure with most ADA compliant C issues, that durable medical equipment would be considered a complimentary carry on. Um, but yeah, we played the game. Like I said, we didn't pay for seats. You check in 24 hours before your flight, and during the check in process, they again ask you do you want to buy more baggage do you want to pay for selecting your seat they ask you all these questions all over again that they ask you during booking right and right. i'm like no 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 and then they assigned us our seats so what was funny is that on the way to orlando we all had aisle seats like pretty close to each other mm -hmm. i prefer an aisle seat personally that's just me yep. um but on the way back because i don't know what type of 727 37 i don't know what it was but it's the kind with with Three seats, an aisle, and then three more seats. Yeah, it's a seven. Yeah, probably seven twenty-seven. Yeah, it's all my that. But on the way back, my um, two kids and I had the same um row. row. We were seated together, and my husband got a seat to him. Got an entire row to himself. Oh, nice! I know. What the what? <laughs> it was a very early flight, so it was right there. Wasn't, it was under full. Yeah, it nice. was not full. Um, so he got an entire row to himself. So, but so he, he so wouldn't let you. Uh, he wouldn't let you move over and sit with him. Oh, I didn't mind sitting with the kids. <laughs> it, it was not. It was like two rows up, and oh, okay, okay. you know the the kids and I fly fine together. So <laughs> if I was by a stranger, right. like I was on the way to Orlando, I was by a lovely couple on the way to Orlando. Um, but <laughs> if I was by strangers, I would have moved. But right. I was sitting next to my daughter, so that was fine. Um, <laughs> And we were watching TV on my phone. So. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Frontier, I think the experiment was very good. Like I said, it was a little turbulent, and I'm not blaming the captain or anybody. It was a it was a much more turbulent flight on the way to Orlando than it was on the way back. On the way back, it was smooth sailing. And, and I got to say, it was a nice experience. We played the game. We packed very little for us. I mean, two suitcases for four people is unheard of, because if you know me, I don't pack light. Right. I don't know how to pack a flight. <laughs> I don't believe in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we played the Frontier game, and it worked out really well for us. We enjoyed it. And for an hour and a half flight, I don't have to eat or drink. <laughs> it was quite fine. 
Um, but there's something mysterious about the My Disney Experience app because I kid you not, the moment <laughs> we landed in Orlando, that app knew I was in Orlando because it like popped up, ding, your room is not ready. Wow, really? <laughs> well, we, we landed at noon. I was not expecting my room to be ready. No. And so, and the closer we got, it pinged me one more time and it said, your room is not ready. <laughs> like, okay, it's only 1230 now. <laughs> but so we get to the front desk and I have some gift cards that I'd saved up over time to pay for the room because we usually, with pass since we're pass holders, we usually do room only reservations. So we pay for them the day we check in. We pay the balance. And we had some saved up gift cards to use. And so I'm up at the check-in desk and talking to a very nice cast member, Debbie, who was fantastic and super nice. And she's like, your room's not ready. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I wanted to go ahead and take care of the balance. And so she plunkety-plunked on her keyboard, made a phone call and clickety-clicked some more and said, well, we've got another room that we're gonna move you to. She's like, I think you'll like it better. I'm like, okay, great. I'm like at the yacht club. Is there such a thing as the bathroom? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we had, I think we had booked garden view. So I mean, it's not like we had parking lot view. Right, right, stand- right. Standard view. Standard we view. Yeah. Of- I booked the cheapest room I could when we booked it because we booked it. I want to say not. It was like two and a half months, maybe three months out. We okay. Did- it was not very much lead time at all. So we yeah. booked the cheapest room that was available with the pass holder discount so that was the garden view room so i was like okay great we've got a better room and she's like here's your room number she doesn't tell me anything she's like here's your room number and you know let me know if you have any problems any issues she was super nice so i find my kids who have already scattered <laughs> you haven't been at this place for five minutes my husband and my kids have scattered <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay and um so i find them and they're eating. They've already found the marketplace. Nice. <laughs> They're like, we were hungry. <laughs> like, y'all can't even wait for me. Nope. So they had already grabbed coffee and muffins or cupcakes or whatever. And so we go on up to the room. And I'm looking at, we, she's like, just go up this way, you know, go up the elevator and make a right when you get off the elevator. And looking at the room numbers, and I'm like, our room is has to be really close to the lobby. Because I know that our original room was not going to be super close to the lobby. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, our room's really close. And then I look at the numbers on one side of the hall and the numbers on the other side of the hall. And I'm like, okay, we have an odd number room. And I'm thinking about my positioning in the hotel. I'm like, the water's over on that side. <laughs> <laughs> we open up the room. And I'm sure I stopped breathing. <laughs> we get to the other side of the room where the balcony is. I, I must have started breathing because I let out what had to be the most undignified squee of all times. <laughs> and then I kind of discreetly head over to the bathroom where I do a super undignified happy dance. Nice. <laughs> I was like, yes! We had... Our room was not only a water view room, it was in the gazebo courtyard where the gazebo, I could have like sneezed onto the gazebo. It was that close with the lighthouse. I mean, the lake was right there. We could see the friendship boats come to the dock. 
and or the little pier, dock mm. pier. I'm southern. It's a dock. Yeah, it's a dock. Yeah, it's a dock. <laughs> it's a dock. <laughs> so I, I was, let's just say, speechless. I had no clue we would have gotten that kind of a room. She got hooked up. But I, we got hooked up. <laughs> you got Deb, hooked up. Debbie was awesome. And I will say, sometimes if you're staying for shorter stays, your likelihood of a little bit of an upgrade yeah, is better because they're kind of, because they're just trying to fill the spots. Yep. And um, but yeah, we were super close, close, super close to the lobby, so it was a fantastic location. Other than the view, the location was great. If you've ever watched the Tim Tracker videos, I, <laughs> I'm super guilty. Um, I love his resort tours. If you haven't watched his videos, they're they're pretty good. Um, and he does these in-depth resort tours. And if you're watching the Yacht Club, you go up to where he goes up to the second level of the lobby. That And it's kind of an open lobby. And they go to the second level where the big desk is. Our room was like five rooms down from that big desk. It was really cool. <laughs> I was like, nice. I know that desk. Like, See that desk in videos. So we settle down. We get our stuff kind of flopped into our room. You know, our room is pristine for all of five seconds with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take long. It becomes um, a hot mess. So on the Magical Express on the way to the resort, I grabbed some late lunch reservations for Rose and Crown, um, which was lovely. I got to say. We had fish and chips. We had a Scottish egg. I'd never had a Scottish egg before. I'm Scottish and never had one. Um, <laughs> it was quite nice. Um, then the kids went off to go see Voices of Liberty while I went to get uh, La Dion Rose, which is one of my favorite grown-up slushies in Epcot. They only serve it during the Flower and Garden Festival. And I had to get it because that day was the last day of the Flower and Garden Festival. <laughs> So I got my La Vian Rose. That was the um, picture that I sent you, RJ. Yep. Thank you very <laughs> my, much. My, Appreciate my it. My pink slushie. Yes, pink slushie. yes, it was delicious. Yeah, it works. I know. <laughs> if, I, I, I was thinking of you while I was drinking it. <laughs> but one you. other good thing about the last few days of the festival is that all the merch is discounted. Nah, Everything oh yeah. that was Flower and Garden was 25% off. So, And that happens for all the festivals if you're there in the last few yep. days. Discount. Big summer blowout. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, so we had a few fast passes for the evening. The kids, they had, like I said, they went and saw Voices of Liberty. We, my daughter loves Voices of Liberty. She would catch them every single time. How could you not? <laughs> yes. She actually, what happens is when she goes to go to see them, she gets her spot. She knows exactly where she wants to sit. Nice. And then as the people come in, she has so much of me inside of her. When the people sit on the wrong side of the circle, uh -huh. she just giggles. She's like, they're going to make a move. <laughs> 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 because you can't really yell across the circle and be helpful. No. So you may as well just, go, just, giggle, yeah. just laugh at it. Sounds just like my, giggled. It sounds like my father and my uncle, they do the same thing. <laughs> and, that, and that goes with any attraction, any show or anything. I was like, oh, God, look at those people. They're not going to see anything over there. They're going to have to move. I'm like, oh, you guys are bad. I was like, you guys are brutal. It's like somebody has to be some. You know, somebody has to be in the crap seats. Exactly. Because you two fools know where to go. Getting you know, three hours. If early. you could yell, <laughs> if you could yell across the circle and be helpful, that'd be one thing. But right. It's, it's like, not super easy. Hey noobs, <laughs> you got to move. You're in the wrong spot. See, that's why I was so happy Mel was my tour guide in the Magic Kingdom because she knew where to sit for everything. Exactly. Yes, yes, I do. 
And I'm like, um, you're so the wrong you, guy. You avoided the uh, embarrassment. Yes. Um, so that was fun. And then when we got back to our room that night, um, I realized that we had, I would say a two thirds partial view of illuminations from our room. Nice. Yeah. So that was very, very nice. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't see the laser bits of the show, but you could see the, the actual fireworks. Fireworks. Mm -hmm. I've never been. I've never been on those on the grounds of either one of those resorts. Of the yacht club, yeah. Or the or beach, beach. Other than walking by the tail end of, I guess it's the beach club, as we were talking before we recorded, mm-hmm. walking from the boardwalk into Epcot. But I've never been inside okay. those. So now I'm intrigued because I haven't heard, I haven't heard bad things about them. But I've heard that no, they're not, they're you know, beautiful. I, I love. I don't them. know. It's just weird. It's it seems like. Uh, other than the uh, other than the than the than the nicer restaurants that are in them, I, I really don't mm-hmm. hear much about them. So I'm glad to. Uh... So if you're in Epcot, for those of you who aren't familiar necessarily with where the Beach and Yacht Club are, between France and the United Kingdom is basically what's called Epcot's back door. It's the International Gateway, is its proper name, yes. um, where they're building the gondola station. Um, so there is construction going on back there right now, but it doesn't really affect the entrance as far as the access. I mean, the entrance right. looks different, but but access is still super easy. Um, so if you go out the back gate of Epcot between France and the UK pavilions, you are in Crescent Lakes right there, and you go one way, and that's the boardwalk, and you go the other way to Beach and Yacht. So Beaches Club is the first resort that you come to, and Yacht Club is the second. They're actually sister resorts. So if you're looking at them, from the pool on the left is going to be the yacht club. It's all gray, and the exterior siding is gray, and the beach club is blue. B for blue, B for beach. Oh, so there you go. Makes it very simple. Yeah. The beach club is lighter, airier. Um, there is a DVC resort attached to it as well um, that shares the same pool complex, which is Stormalong Bay. It's one of the largest pool complexes. It's not the biggest pool, I don't think, if you're just looking at gallon per gallon, but it is one of the largest pool complexes. There's like right. a lazy river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pirate ship is where the slide begins. Um, oh. It's a really fun, it's most of it, almost all of it is sandy bottom. Not all of the pool is sandy bottom, but most of it is. Mm. Um, it's just a lovely pool. It's a great place. If you just want to float let me tell you, I spent a few hours floating. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Stormalong Bay is a great place to just float. Um, and we spent quite a bit of time there in our very short stay. <laughs> nice. Hey, why not? Um, yeah. So our second day, we headed over to Magic Kingdom for rope drop. Um, we walked through the Emporium because we wanted to head over to Pirates first. We had Fast Passes for Tomorrowland attractions that kind of ended around... 10:20. So we wanted to see exactly how much we could get done before 10:20. Rope drop was nine. <laughs> okay. Hey, if you if you mo- if you motor, you can you can get some stuff done. Okay. Because my kids are still about the attractions. Where I would be happy meandering all day long. My kids want to ride stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want get, to ride stuff. Getting stuff done, Mark. So exactly. <laughs> so from rope drop, which was at 8:58, I kid you not, two minutes early. They didn't. Even, I was like, come on give us five minutes not they give us two minutes uh, ripped up was 858 we got two pirates then we did big thunder mountain then we did splash mountain all before getting to um 
Tomorrowland at 1020 because our fast passes were actually 920 to 1020 for wow, Space Mountain. Wow, that's impressive. Nice, yeah. So we did three big ones before Space Mountain, which was at 1020. My husband does not ride Space Mountain. Okay. It's a it's a no-go. It's a no-go. <laughs> it's a go, no-go. It is a no-go. So the, we just said, we told the kids to go on to Space Mountain and we were at the People Mover. I love the people. I love the people mover. It's I love like, me some people mover too. Reach. I know. I love the people mover so so much. So by the time we got off the people mover, the kids were finishing up Space Mountain, and then we went it over, and then we had a fast pass for Buzz. That was immediate. I was a little devastated that no one in my family wanted to ride the Carousel of Progress. Oh, that didn't you go by yourself and you disown your family? <laughs> That's what happens right there. I will tell you how to fix that mess. <laughs> you tell them they're all wrong. You're very disappointed. They need to sit in the corner with a cone on their head for at least an hour while you go and visit the Carousel Oh, of RJ, I'm taking you with me next time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Now, had our next trip not already been planned for next month, I might have done that. Okay. But I will be back. Okay. And I will be back very soon. So... <laughs> I acquiesced because our next fast passes were Haunted Mansion, and my oh. son loves a Haunted Mansion, so we went on over to Haunted Mansion. All right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So we, I mean, basically knocked off all three mountains. We didn't do Seven Doors Mine Train because we like it. We don't like it that much. Right. I it's, hear you. Yeah. It's cute, but it is so... It's, so fast and so quick we're not gonna wait in a big old line for it but we did all three mountains plus buzz and haunted mansion all before 12 o'clock nice so at that we left (laughs) um you know we were we were pretty much done at that point and we decided to go back to the hotel and float um but that night was we had um extra magic hours in Epcot, which was one of the reasons we picked Yacht Club was just so that we could go to Epcot a lot. My son loves Epcot. Nothing wrong with that. I don't know where, don't know where he gets it from. I don't know either. <laughs> Apples and trees being what they are. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we <laughs> went back over to Epcot for that evening. Um, I snagged while we were like sitting by the pool. I snagged two fast passes for test track for the kids and two fast passes for frozen for us. Wow. Same day, day of fast pass. Sweet, like, like a couple think, hours. Do you think Frozen is worth a fast pass? Um, yes and no. So yeah, I go either way on it. If, it depends on what you. I, you're gonna have to wait in line for something. Kids. Yeah. Out of the three so biggies, there. If you have there. small kids, if you have small kids and Frozen is a part of your life. You will not hear the end of it if you don't yeah, get that frozen fast pass because you got to do not, it right for most of the day until the very very end of the day. You're not going to get anything less than a 60 minute wait, right? You know, and who wants to wait for 60 minutes for frozen? Right. At the least o- you're inside for most of it. So. The only advantage to if you're staying in one of those Crescent Lake Resorts International Gateway entrance ones is mm-hmm. you can rope drop it because it's a shorter walk than coming from the front of the park. Yes. Kind of. You could. I mean, you still have to go all the way around. It's, but it's still better, a heck of a haul, but yeah. But it's better than starting at the There's main entrance traffic. and trying to get there. Right. Whereas. There's less traffic. Yeah. 
So, so that's... you could potentially rope drop it. What we would normally do if we were at a, at a different resort is that we would rope drop Soren. Yes. And my kids prefer Test Track. That's what we so would do. So they would too. use their tier one for Test Track. Yes, but same if you here. have small kids or if you're like our family, and this is what we did last time when we were there in um, February, was because one of my kids had never ridden Frozen. Because we don't all, I mean, because of the way we travel, we don't always go all together at. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, like, right. You know, when we say four out of five of us are going, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally it's three out of the five of us at any one given time. Um, so one of my kids had never ridden Frozen. So we, we fast passed it so that they could make sure yeah. to, to see it. And, you know, we've ridden Test Track and Soar in a thousand exactly. and one times. Um, so if it is a priority for you, then Frozen is definitely worth it. If the time of day you're going to be in the park is mid-afternoon, when in that part of the park is mid-afternoon, then yes, it is worth a fast pass. I mean, and especially if Test Track or Frozen is not a must-do for you, because you can rope drop one or the other. Right. Or Soren, you mean. Test Track or Soren. Yeah, sorry. Test Track or Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Or Definitely, Soren. yeah. So, yeah. And that, that makes it much easier. So, we had um, extra magic hours, but my husband and I weren't staying the entire evening. So, we rode Frozen and a couple other things and we left while our kids stayed and they used extra magic hours to ride frozen since they had that test track fast pass um oh cool and one of the things too is that test track is always notorious for going down yep when it rains it's going down it when not. it glitches it's going down mm-hmm. my kids got stuck in there in the building because the automatic doors wouldn't open yep. from where you design the cars to where you go to the next holding pin <laughs> the, the doors wouldn't open so, i mean test tracks forever going down um i don't know what's going on with poor test track he needs some love Be, i mean i get you can't control the weather but all of its closures weren't weather related right um so if you have that happen one of the bonuses is your fast pass becomes a blank fast pass right right and you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it really, it, the, the kids had a good time. Um, I will say the, this was the first time that we had um, managed to catch the street performer in Italy. Sergio the oh, Juggler. Sergio with the whistle? Yeah. Yes, with the <laughs> My whistle. My father loves that dude. Oh, I haven't laughed that hard. Yeah, it's funny. It it's a good so show. so charming. Yeah. It is a great show. It's a good show. Oh, my goodness. He was so good i love the performers in world showcase i love the percussionists in japan, japan the taiko 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 drummers I, however you pronounce it i, I can't yeah. exactly I, I will butcher it if i try so they are the wonderful percussionists and what i love about i mean there are some men who are part of the group but when we always catch it it seems to be all of the women and i just love the look on my daughter's face when she sees those killer women up there doing that percussion routine and they're so strong and so musical and it's just such a beautiful performance and my daughter's just like yes (laughs) you know so i I really do like the percussionists in japan so definitely see them when you can um while you're in japan stop at the sake bar yes yes please do i love the sake bar it's a hidden gem in the back of that department it is in the very very back of the department store I mean, if you're at the very, very, very back of it, there's a lovely sake bar. I let, I enjoy the Hanafuga. I get it every time. It is a delicious peach sake, and I don't nice. even like peach. 
I like peach. I don't care for it, but I do like some peach sake. But definitely go enjoy some sake in Japan. It's very lovely. Um, Our last full day that we had there, we went to um, Hollywood Studios again because we were at the Yacht Club. So you just hop on the boat and you're at Hollywood Studios, which is, you know, if you're going to go on a quick trip, it, it can be worth it to stay at those deluxe resorts because you have so many different transportation options. We walk to Epcot. You know, you catch a boat over to Hollywood Studios. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so we rope dropped, and we, which was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we rope dropped Tower of Terror because oh. right now Tower of Terror is at half capacity. One of the elevator shafts is down for the entire summer for refurbishment. So if you're having a hard time getting Tower of Terror fast passes, that's why. Uh, I don't ride it anymore, so, so that doesn't bother me. <laughs> because we kind of added people to the trip because at first the trip was going to be just my daughter and me and then my son came along and then we added my husband so I could only get fast passes for Tower of Terror for two of us so we're like okay well we'll just go earlier we'll just rope drop Tower of Terror right and you know not even think about that so I had fast passes for my husband and my daughter for Tower of Terror and that was all I could get at the time. So we decided to rope drop it. At rope drop, the wait was 75 minutes for Tower of Terror. Oof. And we thought this we thought this is really weird. And, and it was. It was super odd. And then about five minutes into our wait, after they had said the wait from here is 75 minutes, we realized Tower of Terror, that rock and roller coaster was down. Oh. Now, I don't know if Jessica, if you're familiar with the layout of Hollywood Studios, but Rock and Roller Coaster is basically right next door to Tower of Terror. Yes. <laughs> yeah, aren't they d- down the end of a, a one-way street basically? The Hollywood uh, Boulevard. It's at the end street. of uh yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, or... yeah. Like, and then the Fantasmic stage is down there. Yes. Is that right? Exactly. It's just bef- yeah, Fantasmic is just to the right before mm-hmm. Tower so of Terror. Right past Beauty, right past Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah, and before I remember Fantas- that. So what they were doing in this computer system hadn't caught up with it. They were turning all of the rock and roller coaster fast passes for the people who wanted it into Tower of Terror fast passes. But the computer hadn't caught up with that switch yet and it was causing a backup in the fast pass line. The standby line was just crazy. But by then we were in the line. We were committed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was no getting out of the line, much like Tower of Terror. There was really only way, only one way out. So <laughs> we're like, ah, we're here. We didn't have another fast pass until like after ten o'clock anyway. So right. we decided to just just stay the course, and it ended up really only being about fifty to fifty-five minutes, which is far longer than I would normally wait for Tower of Terror. Yep. Considering how many times I've ridden it, I do love Tower of Terror. It's one of my favorites. But we don't normally wait that long for anything. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we had just kind of committed to it, and we did. We enjoyed it. Um, before we went over to Toy Story Land for our Alien Swinging Saucers Fast Pass, um, we didn't. I couldn't get Slinky Dog. I tried to get Slinky Dog. I couldn't get Slinky Dog. Because um, I will tell you what, Toy Story Land is still just as packed as ever. Is it was it, so crowded. Uh, I believe it. So I mean, crowded. It's still it was, new. It was a Wednesday, and it right. was packed. 
I mean, it's sure it's the first week of June, but a lot of schools are still in session the first week of June. And it was packed with girls. And, you know, add to the fact that it's a dead end there. So there's no way you can't get out of Toy Story Land without turning around and going back out the way you came. So you're like, you're stuck in this dead end. So you have to basically turn back around and go back out. And it just makes it so much more crowded where you don't always feel the crowds in Magic Kingdom because there's so many loopy ways to get in and out of everything. So that I really, really can't wait for Star Wars Land to open, mostly just so that I don't feel so crowded in Toy Story Land anymore. Hopefully. So we go back um, and and I will say, and I talked to Adrian about this a couple days ago. um, Our first day that we were at the Yacht Club, I managed to score reservations for Beaches and Cream, which is the diner and ice cream shop that's at the Beach Club. Yep. I had tried for months to get reservations to Beaches and Cream (laughs) and could not do it. Really? I, I kid you not, the ghost of Walt was smiling down on me. <laughs> because as I'm sitting, as we're sitting at Beaches and Cream, and we have the most fantastic server um, who helped us basically customize our, our, our kitchen sink, because we ordered the kitchen sink, and she helped us customize it, like all the ice cream flavors and everything we did and didn't want. She was fantastic. Um, so as we're sitting there and waiting for it, I get two fast passes for my kids for Flight of Passage for that night damn really so i'm like if y'all want to go over to animal kingdom i've got flight of passage and they're like yeah we'll go over to animal kingdom because they're older teenagers they can go off without us yeah um and they're like yeah and about an hour later my son's like i don't really want to go to animal kingdom Hmm. and i kind of just wanted to smack him yeah exactly (laughs) and i'm like he's like i think we just want to go to epcot (laughs) <laughs> well, now it's okay. I'll retract this. And I'm like, well, I have flight of passage fast passes that I just got. So I'm like, you have five seconds or I'm about to make some other family really happy. <laughs> so he's like, yep, we're going to Epcot. So I canceled the flight of passage fast passes. And within the hour, I kid you not, within the hour, I have two fast passes for them for Frozen. Wow. Who is the it. queen of fast passes? I'll give you a hint. It was me. It's your uh, nice. Between I, the I, dining reservations, the room upgrade, the same day fast passes, which never happened. I mean, the crowd levels were pretty robust. I mean, they were. I, it was worse in February when we went because it was President's Day weekend. Right. And we knew it was going to be. We knew it was going to be bad, but that's just where it worked out. We could go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were still a robust level of crowd there. And, I was still scoring these day of fast passes. I don't know. I've never had it work out as well as it did for us. Um, so the some, kids went. Uh, they you stole they some were, of uh, Adrian's Jedi magic voodoo powers. Voodoo yes. Power, yeah. <laughs> so the kids had frozen fast passes, um, and my husband and I stayed. We actually um, just stayed at the yacht club. We walked around, and we were trying to figure out where we wanted to have dinner after we had a big afternoon at. Peaches and cream. Yeah, right. So we ended up at the um, Ale and Compass Lounge. We didn't go into the restaurant. We had thought about it, but we really didn't. And we went over to um, the lounge that's right next door. And they have, I kid you not, it's like buffalo wing sauce, but it's in cauliflower. I don't even know what they call it. It's like buffalo cauliflower or something like that. It was so good. 
definitely not healthy considering the amount of butter that was in that sauce. But <laughs> if you're not a meat eater, but you like that buffalo sauce, go for the buffalo cauliflower. It was really, really good. And after I had already eaten a whole lot at Beaches and Cream, cauliflower was not a bad thing. <laughs> no, I guess not. But we didn't drink because we had, when I say we had an early flight out the next day, I'm not kidding. The Magical Express picked us up the next morning at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Wow. <laughs> right. And we were not the only family on the bus. There were only three families on the bus, but um, yeah, it was, we had a very, very early flight out of Orlando. We actually were in the air by 7.45. So we got home, which was nice because we did get home pretty early. Um, yeah. So our last day was really just getting up very, very early. And I didn't sleep well because I knew I had to get up at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the good thing. I mean, on a trip that quick, you don't really have enough time to unpack and make packing back up really hard. So nah. um, it, it really was a fantastic trip. I will say this. Um, when, you know, I was talking about merch earlier, the rainbow merch it's gay pride month the rainbow merch is strong in the parks right now they have fantastic sections and windows that are decked out um because the first weekend in june traditionally was when gay days was held right the organizers moved it to mid-august this year but i'm guessing there were some families who had already made their travel plans for pride month because oh. you saw the you saw plenty of families there that had the two mommies and the two daddies and they had their rainbow merch on um, but they, the Rainbow Merch, they stepped it up this year. There's more clothes, more pins, more hats. Good. It, it's super colorful and super friendly. So if you are going in August, I'm sure the merch will still be still there be for you. There. Um, oh, good. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so if you think you missed it, you haven't because there are a host of activities that are still planned for August different days for different parks obviously culminating in the magic kingdom day um but yeah it's not actually officially affiliated with walt disney world i know there's like a separate gay days website and there are different places that know far more about it than i do but those festivities are still happening in august but hey you can get your pride on anytime exactly so well, they it do was... take over two parks for two days so hey <laughs> More happy I can't families. believe they moved it to August. You know, I don't know why. I, I was a little shocked because I, I knew that traditionally Gay Days was, we were going there, that this trip would coincide-ish. I didn't know which weekend, whether it was going to be the weekend before we were there or the weekend after. I didn't even think about it moving. I thought we were yeah. going to be there in the middle of the festivities. Um, but then when I got there and I was like looking to see what was going on while we were going to be there, mostly for crowd issues because I just wanted to know what to expect in any given area, I realized that it had been moved. I was like, whoa, really? <laughs> I was not expecting now that's that. That's weird considering the rest of the United States celebrates it the first first couple weeks of June, pretty much. And I don't I don't know the reason for the moving of these particular events. I don't know if it has to do with other venues in Orlando. Yeah, um, it could. It, it may because, like I said, it's not officially affiliated with Walt Disney World. I am not the expert on this, but I, I know that there are multiple venues involved. Um, but 
the yeah, it's project. not like they moved it to the week after Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening or anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the weekend before. It's like a week and a half before It's two weekends before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it, it's yeah. still this summer. Um, I said I'm pretty. I'm sure the the very colorful Pride merch will still be there. The display over in the Emporium was. I mean, it took over an entire section of the Emporium. It, it's yeah. a very well done display. Um, but so yeah, I really don't know the reasoning behind the moving of the dates but you know Disney World's going to celebrate all summer yep that's for sure absolutely so that was my trip Um, it was a very very quick trip we had a great time I said the crowds were better than they were in February so nice and when I was looking at crowd levels for July they'll be even less wow Mm. so I'm excited that's really good yes for summer absolutely nutty it will it's usually nutty. Be, and that in and of itself will be bad. We'll be at the cabin, so I'll have oh, okay. much to report, I'm sure, with the construction going on at, um, what is that place? Reflections? I don't know what the hell they're calling it. Yes. I think it's Reflections is the new DVC resort that's being built over adjacent to, between Wilderness Lodge, Lodge. and, uh, yeah. and the, on the old river, Wilderness. The old river country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll see what I can like see. like that. I'll see what I can see of the construction. I know that they're moving the Tricycle D Ranch, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing instead with the um, the trail rides and the pony rides. I know that I think they've both moved locations right now. Um, I think so. Closer, yeah. I think they're closer to Pioneer Hall. I don't really know. I'm not sure either. I'd never done so, any of that. I, I think part of the original, I, I heard or I'd read something about it or was involved in a thread about it because I think when they first <laughs> announced it, I think people thought that they were like demoing the original barn and taking away stuff. And I think that's not the case. I think they're just relocating some I things. I think they're relocating some things, but the original barn that was built in 71 is staying and somehow being incorporated i could be wrong i don't have all the facts but i do remember hearing bits and pieces of it and i think i'll all, let you know yeah i i don't think all of it was concrete then and this was a few weeks ago so yeah when you're down there, will, i'm sure you'll be able to see right away and before i said the chapter on beaches and on my yacht club trip while we're talking about relocations and moving beaches and cream is actually closing for refurb some point in the coming month or so. Um, rumor is that the refurb will be making it larger and expanding into the arcade that's next door because the arcade is also closing for the refurb. Um, that yeah, would be fantastic because Beaches and Cream is very tiny. There's only one row of booths and one row of tables. Um, so right. if they could expand into the space next door, which is where the arcade is, that would be great for beaches and cream, but not so great for people who like arcades. But um, you know what? It's It seems like that's become the norm for all those deluxe hotels. I mean, they did it with the Polynesian. A lot of them were closed in- they did it mm-hmm. with the Contemporary. I, I think yep. old, old Key uh, Boardwalk has a small arcade left. I don't, right. and I'm pretty sure a lot all, of arcades are closing. All the rest of them are gone. I just think it's mm-hmm. not. They're closing them on the cruise ships. Um, yeah. So, you know, they have already closed on some of them to make um, to during different refurbs because that's where they're put. They put edge in the old right. arcades, okay. which is the um, tween club for the 11 to 14 year olds. Okay. So, um, yeah, the trend has been a going away from the arcades. Now the um, 
one person seemed who we were with seemed very adamantly to know, and it was a guest, seemed to adamantly know that that's what was going on, that they were going to use the space from the arcade to expand Beaches and Cream. But the cast members said that they have not been officially told anything and would confirm or deny nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So there was no official word yet <laughs> on what exactly is happening during the refurb. Okay. So we'll see. I hope that is what's that's... happening, though. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. Guests seem to be pretty darn sure that that's what's happening. Like I said, cast members will confirm and deny nothing. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, certain <laughs> ones. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, all right. Well, that's um, good. Absolutely. So, I'll definitely be looking to see what kind of constructions going on over in the Fort Wilderness Wilderness Lodge area when we're there next month. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. That's a very nice. It's always nice to stay in new places and learn new stuff. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. We'll segue from the uh, relaxing portions of Melanie's trip to the chaos that is becoming, that has, uh, that is, that is the, yes, Jessica is complete chaos. She's an absolute whirlwind mess. Just um, madman, honestly. (laughs) She's an absolute lunatic. Don't let her quiet stature her charming, cute her little charming, voice. I'm a that's right. cute little California girl. I'm, I'm you can princess. take the girl out of Boston, but you can't take Boston that's out right. of the girl. Speaking right. of, I did see your your photos from your recent trip. That Me? was very. I think it was, they were yours. Have you? Yes. Would you, were, you ever on like a little trips? reunion with cousins or something? Oh, I'm, I'm going next week, but one oh. of my cousins came to see me. So that was uh, in California. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. That's where the East Coast came in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Very cute family. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so I, I was expecting chaos with Galaxy's Edge, but the big shocker is that there wasn't any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was no that- outrage. Where was well, the outrage? The, the thing that really blew my mind was that the reservation system worked. Worked. I mean, yeah. it sounds like the the longest people have been waiting for Smuggler's Run is like 20 minutes. What? It seems like, yeah. And it seems like it's really easy to get around. The only complaint that I've seen consistently is that the Oga's Cantina, the line is really slow and it takes forever and people are annoyed with that. But... Uh, I think part of the hype, I don't know if it'll be as bad in Hollywood Studios because part of the big draw to that is it's the only place save Club 33 in Disneyland that you can buy alcohol. So people are just like extra inclined right. to go. But mm. it's it seems like largely it's been just really smooth. They have for anyone that is doing a reservation and you're not really sure what to do. You, you check in in Tomorrowland and then they walk you over to the Critter Country entrance to Galaxy's Edge, which is the far, about as far west in the park as you can go. So you're kind of away from the chaos, you make your way through, and then you leave and exit into Frontierland. So it seems like it's a pretty smooth system. Um, And another thing that people are loving is that there's a lot of new lingo in Galaxy's Edge because you're on a different planet. So, you know, money is referred to as credits, bathrooms are hydration stations or something. I don't know. There's all these, there's this lingo and you can tell if the cast member you're talking to is a supporter of the resistance versus 
uh, the first order by what they say to you because they oh, have nice. different catchphrases of like yeah. if they say may the force be with you or light the spark it means they support the rebels and if they say for the order when they talk to you then clearly they support the first order right. and yeah um, I've heard I've heard a lot are, are in character and and just before I throw you off completely I've heard no. as far as with Oga's Cantina goes that's kind of the hold up because the cast members are doing the whole yeah type deal when you're in there and you're sitting down like you can't just go and like order a drink or the mugs to take with you and just bolt like if you go you have to stay for your your time or something like that and they kind of um they whatever the skit is or the deal is in that place like if you just go in and you get up or whatever they they kind of ride you for it or not you know in in a in as much as of a sarcastic disney way as they could I, I don't right, know what yeah. the whole, but that that's what I've been hearing. So I think that's what's slowing it down. I think, and that's only the people that are complaining are like the collectors and the people that just want to get the mugs and try out the drinks and get the hell out of there. Yeah, they give you 45 minutes in there and that's not really a long time in no. a Disney dining spot. So not at all. Not a I, new I've one either, of, you know? <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought the same thing that if, if you need less than 45 minutes, then you're not really interested in the experience, right? You exactly. just want to steal. And right. you have you have four hours in there. There's one ride operating right now. I mean, yep. you can use the 45 minutes. It's exactly. not like you. Yeah. So, but I agree. <laughs> um, and I'm just trying to think of other reactions I've seen on social media. So I have a, a couple of friends that have been, and they loved Smuggler's Run, but it seems about split 50-50 on Disney social media because some people think that if you're not the pilot that it's really boring and stupid and other people love it no matter what because you get there's six people to a falcon and you each get assigned i think there's there's two pilots there's two engineers and i forget what the third role is but it's it's slightly different each time and it seems like a lot of people just want to be the pilot and aren't interested in anything else um, they have a single rider line for Smuggler's Run here, and because oh, nice. the wait times are pretty short, a lot of single riders, if they get stuck in the engineer position, have been walking out of the ride. So oh, I don't nice. know why that either people don't like that one as much, but that's just the initial reaction that I've seen to that. Huh. Um, that's and the then, mission space then. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. so. I I saw a great comp- I heard a great comparison. I haven't watched videos because they're all out there and everything now, um, and. And from what it was just a thread I was reading today, and between a couple of people, and it basically what they were saying was, it's it's a hybrid between Mission Space and Epcot and Star Tours, with I guess the same uh, ride systems as as both of those, but instead of just button pushing, it doesn't mean anything. It actually it actually does mean something if you don't hit the button or if you're late hitting whatever you're supposed to be doing. Like it does actually have something to do with the outcome of what ha- whether you pass or fail, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, you th- can actually fail the miss- mission, from what I understand. That's what I understand, yeah. too, yeah. I, and I if I, you I, input it into the, the Play Disney Parks app, how you did, uh, supposedly then characters come looking for you if you screwed up the ship or something. I haven't heard anyone oh, actually really have that cool, happen, though. but that's what they've that been advertising. Be awesome. Yeah, so maybe that'll roll out later, but that's what they've been saying. So, huh. well, you know what it is. More people probably don't want to fail. They're trying to so, but yeah. For the sake of seeing what happens, I think it'd be an interesting thing to to try it both ways. If you have a chance to ride it multiple times in a day or over your course mm-hmm. of your trip, try to go try to pass the mission or in a different way, and then try to get a different outcome by either failing or not doing as well or however it goes, just to see what the interaction is going to be. Because that's 
kind of part of the whole thing as well. Yeah, and it's an opt-in. So if you don't want to have a consequence, you just don't put it in your app, which I think is really oh, cool. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So it's not automatically built it's in. Not it's not automatic. Oh, okay. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Right. I think, does, does Disney World have that Play Disney Parks where when it, you're in line, it, you can make it stuff? It does, yeah. yes. And I believe yeah, it's, it's that app. And I believe it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same thing over here when it opens. I think it's going to be interactual, interactive depending on how interactive you want it to be with your, with your uh, smartphone app. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and one other thing that I've heard from, because I've had a couple friends get in trouble for this, is do not open and use your droid or lightsaber in the park because they will take it from you. Even oh. though you spent all this money to customize it and everything, it's right. definitely a souvenir for at home. You cannot have it out. <laughs> or in your hotel room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good to know. And I, there, was and, some, there was something yeah, about one the thing dress code weird. or something too, right? Yeah. That's been a, a big problem because they actually sell adult costumes in Galaxy's Edge, but you're not allowed to wear costumes in there or anywhere else in the park. So actually today, uh, today Disney Parks blog issued a whole blog post explaining and uh, clarifying the costume guidelines saying you can't have any, which I think it's really stupid to sell adult costumes if people aren't allowed to wear them. Right. Uh-huh. I think it's... Just, so everybody yeah. listening knows if you wear a costume, you will get turned away. So yeah. don't wear one. Well, it's been the same thing with, like, the Halloween stuff over the years. They just keep getting stricter and stricter, so it's, you know, you can't... You can wear a a Disney costume representing a character, but it can't be, like, an exact replica. You have to be, like, Disney Mm -hmm. bounding or whatever you want to call it. It Which I get. I I get it, but I don't, but I mean... The little kids that are there, you right? Know? I guess get, would get confused, but yeah. But the Star but, Wars thing, I mean, come on! I thought that was like part of the deal. Well, especially but, if you're selling the outfits, like even if right, it, one person that I know in particular that made me think of this just dressed in Jedi robes and wasn't trying to be any obvious recognizable character, and they still wouldn't let them in. So wow, you, you have to. You have to be plain careful. clothes. <laughs> I mean, the Disney bounding. If if anybody listening doesn't know, it's where you kind of dress up in the colors or the patterns, but you do, you're clearly not in a costume. Right, that's right. totally fine. So if you want to dress up, I would just go that route because you don't. Maybe it's okay, but you don't want to risk it going no, through all that trouble. So definitely not. Just save it for the Halloween party. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the the big news. Honestly, with Galaxy's Edge opening, is the lack of news like it was really smooth which yeah. is crazy i was very the shocked wait times in the rest of disneyland have been nuts peter pan on a saturday night in june was 20 minutes wow yeah <laughs> that's fantastic and we don't have though. we don't have fast pass for peter pan so that's just like extra insane man that's like hitting the mother load yeah <laughs> so it's just been amazingly quiet that's so it. hopefully it's the same for hollywood studios fingers crossed i hope so too but people tend to ruin things on this coast so <laughs> well the, the reservation system ends in july so if it's a shit show here you'll know it first before yeah pretty it comes much to you. Yeah, before it comes to us <laughs> yeah does it it ends it ends at the end of july the end of june it's just for a month so that's when it starts that's when it opens here right the end of june or is it oh really i thought it was later no oh wow okay i'm pretty sure it's it's the end of June or July. I can't remember. It's before the summer's over. For August 29th. Oh, it's August 29th. Okay. So mm-hmm. it is the end of the summer. All right. That makes sense. Very end of the summer. Um, Yeah. So if you're looking for discounts on rooms for the summer, they all of the discounts are on our side of the coast. 
they end the day before Galaxy's Edge. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, because we were looking for, before our passes expired, possibly taking a weekend trip in September. But none of the discounts for anything no. beyond August have been released. So. Oh, I can suggest a weekend in September. You can come down the end of September. <laughs> I think my passes end before then. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, so go Sorry. go uh, go mid August. I think the first Halloween party is this weekend of the sixteenth. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm not. It's obnoxious. No. It's obnoxious. <laughs> totally. I thought He's last totally year was why. last year was bad because they were starting the the first it was the nineteenth, wasn't the, it? No, it was like the twenty something. It wasn't as ridiculous, but the flower is melty hot. Yeah, flower like garden is just ridiculous for yeah. Halloween. Well, Come flower on. and garden and the Halloween party both opened on the same weekend, and it was like no, late, it was food and wine. Or if, I'm sorry, yeah, food, food and wine. Yeah. It was late August, but still ridiculous. Yes. I, I saw somewhere it was like August sixteenth or whatever that weekend is is mm-hmm. the first Halloween party. That's just stupid on every level possible. I mean, really. But they this year. But this year, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival opens the same day as Galaxy's Edge. Yes. So, yeah. you know, no crazy. No, I know. <laughs> I guess if they've got all the media people in for one, they'll have them in for the other. They'll others. have them in for our, so. They'll make the sweep. Exactly. They will. I was going to say, that was probably intentional. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Plus, it'll help. It'll help move crowds. It'll and... help move the crowds, yeah. So, it's actually strategically kind of smart on their point mm-hmm. or on their part. Um so, and you can see know. now the the construction in Epcot is swimming along, whether it's gondolas or Ratatouille or Galaxy's Edge. I mean, or not Galaxy's Edge, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. It, everything's moving along. Tron, they're all popping out of the ground now. Right now, it's funny how little Tron looks right now. <laughs> I know yeah. it's going to be bigger, but what what's visible is quite small it's right quite now. It's quite small, yeah. Is that going to be a coaster that goes inside and outside, or is it just inside? It does in um, was it, it does Shanghai? In, in Shanghai, but I don't know if this is an exact replica or if like the queue is out and the ride is in. I, I don't know honestly. They haven't. Yes, yeah, so it has an outside component. It, it does. does. Okay. That's kind of yeah. cool. I just wanted to get done so the train can start operating again. Yeah, that was. <laughs> right. That, that sucks. was one thing. It kind of sucks that the train doesn't. I like I that. Know. It's like the we people mover. Like... You know, it's nice to have ride take a ride on that. Because we usually end our day back in that area, and we're like, "Huh, I don't want to walk all the way to the front of the park." Yep. Take a couple laps on the old train. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's good. So I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I, I back to the Galaxy's Edge thing. I was just, I was amazed, and and I didn't follow it super closely on social media that that weekend or those days mm-hmm. when it, everything started opening, but. I, for something as major as this and the hype level that was behind it, the amount of positive reaction I saw was number one, it was a relief because it wasn't yeah. people, refreshing. It was wasn't people complaining and oh, this is supposed to this is. It wasn't like the Toy Story thing where it's like everybody went in there and was just immediately tearing the poor place apart. You had a lot mm-hmm. of positive reaction, but it seemed like the shoulda, coulda, wouldas overshadowed how nice the land was and just how fun it was thinking at it about it from like a six-year-old's point of view instead of a bunch of you know right. 35 and 40 year olds who wanted whatever and didn't get it and were like crying whiny babies about it so i'm glad that it uh got the positive reaction it did and i 
I hope that it, it, we, it's the same reaction for uh, our version in the studios here because um, because there's, it, there's no reason for it not to be. Yeah, to get and it's that just kind of nice, especially on Twitter. I feel like the the Diz Twitter peeps are so negative. Yes, that to have everyone say, you know what, this is pretty cool, was just just like you said, it was so refreshing. Yeah, it was very refreshing. It was re- you know, other than than little things here and there. The right. overwhelming responses that I saw were positive. It was fun. It was great. Like you said, Jessica, the reservation system was working working well. Lines were not crazy. And I think so Disney's done a very good job also of managing expectations because right at first we were all like, what when we realized that the lands were going to have a phased opening? Basically, it's not finished yet, but you can hand here's what you can have. And people, I think, warmed up to that idea, like. Sure, right. it's not finished, but they're letting us into this part now. In. Right. It makes it feel like we're getting something early, yeah, which yeah. makes us happy. We like that. And it's yeah. not unheard of. I mean, New Orleans right. Square opened in 66 with no attractions. Right. So. And New Fantasyland opened, opened in phases. Right. So without, without its major, without its, you know, well, first the, it was the Dumbo the e- side. Ride. First right. it was the Dumbo side, then it was the Princess side, princess and side. then the Seven Doors opened last. Right. So, so think you about know, that. Yeah, that's opposite we're, we're, of what this is. You know, right. the e-ticket ride came last. Here, you got the right. e-ticket ride first, so right. to speak, I guess, and then the second one's going to open after. So, so yeah, that's all there's good. There's really nothing to complain about. <laughs> and I think too, if if Galaxy's Edge helps alleviate that dead end of Toy Story Land. I think that's going to make the Toy Story Land people happy too, because it'll help the flow of traffic. It'll help the f- right. so that's that's making everybody happy. Absolutely, I'm all for that. Yay! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Traffic moving. And then maybe one of these days I'll get to eat at Woody's lunchbox. <laughs> maybe. I, I know. I should even... just use mobile ordering. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even use mobile ordering and get yeah. it over with. <laughs> I still haven't even seen that whole area yet. So September. Yeah, one day I was there. It was the mobile ordering for that restaurant was down. Ay ay ay. No. That was on the thirtieth anniversary. Well, there you go. I've only used it at Satuli Canteen and I've used it twice there and it's worked beautifully. So I've used uh, it there would... and at Flame Tree. Okay. Oh and yeah, I Casey's. guess I have used it there too. In oh, Casey's. Casey's you can do it. Oh nice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. It really is. All right fun to know cool. i think i think there's just so many changes going on right now and with the like i said we're it, two years ago i think when we started this podcast i said that disney world guests were construction weary we are so yep. construction weary that that i think that's where the complaining is coming from it's because it's a place we love so much and we're just tired of seeing construction walls <laughs> oh no doubt wait till they, we just wait till they wanted to be finished the- Wait till they drain the lagoon and put the ten foot walls around the lagoon at Epcot. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Epcot's gonna be. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, that's gonna be the next one that people are gonna. The people that already don't like the park are just gonna have more bad stuff as it's under construction for the next. I've always major said stuff. either you, either you get Epcot or you, or don't. you don't. And yeah. those of us who get it, we really get it. And actually, believe it or not, I'm happy to see Epcot finally get some attention. Oh, I am too. She really, really deserves it. 
And I'm optimist. So, I'm optimistic I, about everything. I really I'm, am. I'm staying away from the rumor mill and the nonsense that's flying around. And when stuff there, is and there's a lot about Epcot flying yeah, around right now. And, and you know what? Even, even if a tenth of it is it. true, you know what? Right. It's going to be good. Yeah. Whatever they're, whatever they're doing, because Epcot yep. needs some TLC. She really yep, does. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. So I'm happy. I'm happy to see some construction walls going up over there. That actually, as construction weary as I am about everything else. everything yeah you know let's throw some yeah. more construction walls up for epcot i think right. she she's earned it she's earned it my baby needs some love as long as i can she still does. see as long as i can still see still still see spaceship earth at night all glowy and pretty in her colors and i'm happy <laughs> absolutely so all righty well i think on that well, hey, note, i have one other thing to add oh go ahead absolutely um, it's it's becoming that time of season we moved the Disney meet in Noblesville, Indiana this year to September. However, okay. it's starting to get, I mean, it's already June. It's not that far off. So, you know, if you're in the Indiana area or visiting Indiana, September 21st at the Hamilton County 4-H Fairgrounds, we have the big Disney meet that we put on for Give Kids the World. Nice. Uh, last year, we had about 2,000, 2000 or 2,200 people at it. So oh, fantastic. I'll uh, be talking more about it as things progress here. I think we've started to solidify some of the entertainment and, and sponsors and things like that. So over the next few weeks, I'll uh, talk more about it. Yeah, definitely. We'll plug it here, and then we'll uh, we'll put it up on our social media pages uh, fairly frequently. And, uh, yeah, we'll get the word out there so anybody local in that area or who's going to be visiting that area can uh, go check it out. Because, yeah, I know over the years – You've had some pretty good stuff there and some pretty major... I know, it's uh, getting bigger and bigger. It's pretty awesome. Major, yeah. Pretty major names and uh, heavy hitters in the Disney community and... Uh, uh, yeah, I know, for parks, fact, uh, Yeehaw, I know for a fact Yeehaw so. Bob's coming back <gasps> this year. Nice. Hey, that's what I was going to ask. That's, that's worth oh, the price of admission Yeehaw right there. Yeah, we had him two years ago and he loved it so much he's coming back this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. he puts on an awesome show. He put a two hour show on for us, which was That's phenomenal, like, man. Just crazy. But yeah. Oh. He's a nice. lot of fun. He really is. Good. That makes me love him more. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, cool. Yep. So all right, so Milford will keep us informed on that as uh new stuff gets added to the list and we'll we'll definitely keep plugging on that for him. Uh so on that, we're gonna wrap this one up. We thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to y'all next time. troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts social media accounts you can also follow the podcast on our facebook group at the diz explorers and on twitter and instagram at the diz explorers you can download this podcast on itunes google play podbean TuneIn radio stitcher radio 
and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Magic.